Welcome to Brookings First United Methodist Church and our podcast, Messages from First United Methodist Brookings. This podcast is an audio version of Pastor Pete Grassow's sermons from the First United Methodist Church in Brookings, South Dakota. You can watch the full services online anytime on our website at brookingsmethodist.org or at the link in the episode notes. On behalf of Pastor Pete and our entire church family, thank you for joining us. Our scripture reading for today found in Paul's letter to the Corinthians. So I'm reading from 1 Corinthians 6, 12 to 20. The heading in my Bible has avoid sexual immorality. I do think that the editor who put this heading in got it wrong. You do know, of course, that many of the headings are not in the original text. Different editors add headings that they think might be appropriate. So let me read through this and you will discover where I go with this passage. It's 1 Corinthians 6, I started verse 12. I have the freedom to do anything, but not everything is helpful. I have the freedom to do anything, but I won't be controlled by anything. Food is for the stomach, and the stomach is for food, and yet God will do away with both. The body isn't for sexual immorality, but for the Lord, and the Lord is for the body. God has raised the Lord and will raise us through his power. Don't you know that your bodies are parts of Christ? So then, should I take parts of Christ and make them a part of someone who's sleeping around? No way. Don't you know that anyone who's joined to someone who's sleeping around is one body with that person? The scripture says the two will become one flesh. The one who's joined to the Lord is one spirit with him. Avoid sexual immorality. Every sin that a person can do is committed outside the body, except those who engage in sexual immorality commit sin against their own bodies. Or don't you know that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit who is in you? Don't you know that you have the one Holy Spirit from God and you don't belong to yourselves? You have been bought and paid for. So honor God with your body. And as a text for today, if you are in the habit of underlining scripture, I would underline verse 17. The one who is joined to the Lord is one spirit with him. So I begin with a story. Begin with the story of little Johnny. Little Johnny, who's a very bright five-year-old, was called in by his parents who told him that they'd just come back from the doctor and his mommy was going to have a baby. He promptly told his father he'd like to have a baby brother. His dad paused for a moment and smiled. He had seen the scan. So he took the moment to teach his son about prayer. I tell you what, Johnny, if you pray every day for two months for a baby brother, I guarantee God will give you one. Johnny responded eagerly to to his dad's challenge and went to his bedroom early that night to start praying for a baby brother. And he prayed every night for a whole month. 
But at the end of the month, he began to get skeptical. And so he went off to ask his grandpa, who laughed and said it was too late to pray for a baby brother. He would have to be happy with the outcome of his mother's pregnancy. And so Johnny quit praying. After another month, Johnny's mother went to the hospital. When she came back home, Johnny's parents called him into the bedroom. He cautiously walked into the room, not expecting to find anything, and there was a little bundle lying right next to his mother. His dad pulled back the blanket, and there was not one baby brother, but two. His mother had twins. Johnny's dad looked down at him and said, Now aren't you glad you prayed? Johnny hesitated a little, then looked up at his dad and said, Yes, but aren't you glad I quit when I did? Today, I want to invite us to think about prayer. The fact is that every person prays. We pray in different ways and at different times of our lives, but everyone prays, even those who claim they've quit. Some pray as a daily discipline. I think of prayers before meals or perhaps a prayer before we go to sleep or in the morning when we wake up. I think of family prayers at Christmas and Thanksgiving. Some pray as part of worship at church. Some of us have prayed in nature when we reach the top of that mountain or sit looking over the Grand Canyon or sit at the sea. We have also prayed in times of emergency, such as when we receive news of a terrible accident or the death of someone we love. And all of us have prayed before an important examination or a job interview or while waiting for news from the doctor. Now, in the midst of all these different kinds of prayer, St. Paul invites us to think about prayer not as a specific moment in our day or in our week, but rather as something that lives with us each moment of each day. As you know, Paul was trained as a Jewish rabbi. He knew the rabbinical traditions of prayer. He knew the prayers of the liturgy. He knew the Psalms as prayers. He knew of the ecstatic prayers that people would cry out in worship. But he also reminds us the ancient prayers of intimacy with God. I take us back to what Paul said in 1 Corinthians 6, verse 17. The one who is joined to the Lord is one spirit with him. The idea of being one with God begins in the book of Genesis with the story of the creation of a human being. We're given a lovely parable of God making Adam. God takes some of the dust of the earth and breathes life into it, and a human being comes to life. Here is the image of oneness with God. The inanimate, dusty bit of earth comes to life when the breath of God is breathed into him. There is nothing more intimate than breathing breath into someone. This is an image that then is carried through the rest of the Bible of humans being in a relationship with God that is like breathing. Let me explain. 
The Bible uses a particular word to describe God. It's an unpronounceable word made up of four consonants. Y-H-W-H. Y-H-W-H. Some of the reason for this is respect for God. Who are we to think that we can simply address Almighty God? And some of this is respect for God. Who are we to think that we can simply address Almighty God? This is also a way of making us pause and speak out our relationship with our Creator. YHWH is literally unpronounceable. Scholars and rabbis say the letters YHWH represent breathing sounds or aspirated consonants. When pronounced without the vowels, it sounds like breathing. Uh, the word YHWH sounds like Yahweh. Yah, you inhale, we, you exhale. Yahweh. The reminder that we breathe our lives with God. We breathe in, we breathe out, and the presence of God passes over our lips. St. Paul comes from this tradition, and he writes a letter to the church in Corinth, people who are new to a relationship with God, and he wants them to understand the closeness of God, the idea of God on our lips. Remember those words from verse 17? The one who's joined to the Lord is one spirit with him. And so in trying to find a way of explaining this, he says that your body is joined to God in the same way as the sexual intimacy experienced by two people who are in love with each other. Your body is a temple of the Spirit of God. God is breathing in and out of you. And so, says Paul, be aware that when you join your body to another person, you bring God along with you into that relationship. Both of you breathe God in and out alongside each other. I'm inviting us to become people of intimate prayer, to grow an awareness that every breath we take is a prayer. A baby's first cry, their first breath, speaks the name of God. Likewise, the person who leaves this earth with their last breath, a sigh carrying God's name. In sadness we breathe heavy sighs, in joy our lungs feel like they'll burst. In fear we hold our breath and must breathe slowly to help us calm down. When we're about to do something hard, we take a deep breath to find our courage. And each time we breathe the name of God. Whether we're waking up, sleeping or breathing, the name of God crosses our lips. Today, I invite us to be part of a 28-day challenge, to spend a month growing our awareness of God. Our church, Brookings First United Methodist Church, will be speaking about prayer for the next four weeks. So if you join me here on the radio, for the next four weeks, my sermons will focus on prayer. As a church, we have a book to assist this conversation. And if you'd like to get hold of the book, Contact the office, speak to Gretchen. For our worship, 
we will make place for prayer. But today I'm challenging us to let it all begin with our breathing. Breathe in and breathe out. And discover that God is refreshing your soul each time you breathe. I'm reminded of a well-known hymn in our hymnal. Breathe on me, breath of God. Fill me with life anew that I may love the way you love and do what you would do. Breathe on me, breath of God, until my heart is pure, until my will is one with yours to do and to endure. Breathe on me, breath of God, so shall I never die, but live with you the perfect life for all eternity. Here's my invitation. When you wake up in the morning, take a breath and be reminded that you are praying to God. In the day when you're feeling stressed, take a breath and be reminded that the name of God has crossed your lips. At night when you go to sleep, take a breath and give thanks to God for the day. Cultivate this week the practice of being aware of your breathing. And each time you breathe in and each time you breathe out, the name of God passes your lips. Thank you for listening to this message from First United Methodist Brookings. To get every message delivered to you, subscribe to this podcast for free and leave us a review wherever you get your podcasts. You can always find more information about our services and outreach on our website at brookingsmethodist.org and on our Facebook page at Brookings First United Methodist Church. On behalf of Pastor Pete and all of Brookings First United Methodist Church, thank you for listening. This podcast was produced by Sam Becker on behalf of First United Methodist Church in Brookings, South Dakota. Intro and outro music was performed by our praise team under CCLI license number 936719, streaming plus license number 210-39161. Visit BerkeysMethodist.org for more information. Thank you.